Hello, and welcome back to Battle Plan, a podcast focused on spiritual warfare. I'm Steve Hemphill. Our website is active-faith.org. My email is stevehemphill1 at me.com. In the last episode, we talked about three-day migraines, and today we're covering a drug rehab center. This is a great story I'm excited to share with you. Let me start with uh, Mark 16, 9. After Jesus rose from the dead early on Sunday morning, the first person who saw him was Mary Magdalene, the woman from whom he had cast out seven demons. I have shared this passage before, but it's also an appropriate uh, passage for the second part of today's thoughts, so I share it here again. This is Job 4, 13 to 17. It came to me in a disturbing vision at night when people are in a deep sleep. Fear gripped me and my bones trembled. A spirit swept past my face and my hair stood on end. The spirit stopped, but I couldn't see its shape. There was a form before my eyes. In the silence, I heard a voice. I heard a voice say, can a mortal be innocent before God? Can anyone be pure before the creator? Notice here in this verse that we have a demon accusing mankind before God. You know, Satan is called the accuser of the brethren. Revelation 12, verse 10, then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, it has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth, the one who accuses them before our God day and night. I was once in uh, the West Monroe, Louisiana area, and got invited to speak at a Saturday afternoon Bible study to a group at a drug rehab center. Now, this was a very secure facility, and um, they had to, you know, check me out and put my driver's license. They had to, you know, sign in. A guard came down and unlocked the door. They let us in and took us up this armed guard to the second floor where we were taken to a, a room, locked room with, I don't know, maybe 100 or 125 men all kinds of guys in here, big, strong, brawny type, and then some that had false eyelashes and makeup on, just all kinds of guys. And uh, they said, this is Steve. Tell them your steak stories. They call me the steak guy uh, everywhere I go now. And so I started sharing my, my uh, life uh, going through the spiritual warfare arena here and sharing the, the stories about people that came to me for help and and uh, you've heard many of them already. Anyway, I, I was there for an hour and um, I shared quite a few stories in the first 30 minutes. And then uh, I, the thought just kind of went through my mind. You know, these guys, I'll probably never see them again. Maybe somebody has a question. And I want you to know also that that I had in my pocket some brand new cards where I had, had printed the verses on the same verses that are on the stakes on a small pocket card. They're a little plastic card. Uh, they're called now spiritual warfare cards. They're available in our online store. You could make your own. But anyway, I put the verses from the stakes on a small plastic card and I had them in my pocket. And I wanted these as a more portable way uh, to, to put God's word around people and, and surround areas and kind of claim it for the kingdom of God. So that was my thought process, but I was kind of not sure exactly how this would work. And, and so I had those in my pocket and I stopped in the middle of this one hour presentation with these guys. And I said, does anybody have a question? Well, first on the left-hand side of the room, this great big strong guy looked like he might be an NFL lineman. 
raised his arm and big muscles. And he said, yeah, I got a question. And I said, uh, yeah, what is it? He said, I have three demons that follow me everywhere I go. How do I get rid of them? And I was thinking at this point, why did I ask for questions? You know, but then it, it sort of clicked and I, I knew what I thought I should say. I guess the Holy Spirit gives us the right words at the right moment, right? Ephesians 6. So I walked over to him and I had those cards. I pulled them out of my pocket and I said, have you ever seen Star Trek? He said, yeah. I said, then you know what a force field is? He said, yeah. I said, I want you to know, I'm going to give you this card and it's got God's word on it. It's got scripture. God's word is his spoken word. It's so powerful. When he spoke, the world came into existence. When he said, let there be light, sons came into being. And so God's word is powerful. Do you understand the principle I'm, I'm telling you? Yeah, I got it. And I said, so I'm going to put this in your pocket. And I don't, I don't want you to go anywhere without it. Think of it as your personal force field, a force field from God because of the power of his word. It's not a magic card. It's not magic at all. It's, it's God's word is still powerful. And I said, do you understand the principle? He said, yep, I got it. I put that card in his pocket and I said, now I'm going to pray for you. And I put my hand on his shoulder. We'll talk about prayer plus touch in a future episode in one of the weapons. But I put my hand on his shoulder just instinctively. And I said, Lord, we want to bind and gag all three of those demons that have been following this guy everywhere he goes. We ask you to put them in chains in the pit so they can never hurt anyone else again. And we ask you not to send any other demons be allowed to come bother him anymore. In Jesus' name, amen. I pat him on the shoulder and act like I did it every day. And I said, you won't see those demons anymore. Anybody else got a question? Just acted like it was as normal as could be. And uh, another guy on the other side of the room said, uh, yeah, I, I got a question. I, I'm having nightmares. It's every night. It's terrifying. It's, it's, it's demonic. And I said, okay, uh, I know he can't stake the place out. He's, you know, he's in the facility but he's got a bed that's his bed and nobody else is allowed on his bed. It's his area. I said, I'm going to give you four of these same cards. And I've counted them out. One, two, three, four. I want you to take them back to where you sleep and put them under the four corners of your bed. And I want you to read the verses out loud and ask God to make the nightmares stop. You understand the principle I'm teaching that God's word is powerful. He says, yeah, I understand. I said, okay, I want you to do that and pray that God will make it stop. Now I'm going to pray for you now. Put my hand on his shoulder, prayer plus touch again. I said, Lord, we want to bind any demons that are causing nightmares for this guy. We ask you to put him in chains in the pit and gag these things. And, and, and that way they can never come back and hurt him again or anybody else. And don't let any other similar demons take their place. In Jesus' name, amen. I said, you won't have those nightmares anymore. Anybody else got a question? And I just acted like it was as normal. I had never done that before, either one of those things. And I answered a few more questions. I can't even remember what the others were. But I left a couple of weeks later. I was headed uh, out of town for a, a meeting I was speaking at in the Dallas area. And my phone rang. I picked it up and it said on the front of Hammond, Louisiana. Now, I don't know where Hammond, Louisiana is. I don't know anybody from there. But I answered the call and I said, hello. And this lady goes, is this Steve Hempel? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, oh, good. I need you to pray for this and for this and for this. And when you pray about this, keep in mind this and this and this. And she gave me a long and very detailed prayer list. And I mean, I couldn't get a word in edgewise. She wasn't taking a breath. And finally, she 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 paused a second and I interrupted her gently. And I said, ma'am, uh, before you go any further, let me ask you, where'd you get my number? And why do you want me to pray for this stuff? She said, oh, yeah, my, my aunt has a grandson 
in a drug rehab center in West Monroe, Louisiana. And he was having nightmares every night until you gave him those cards with the verses on him. He put it under the corners of his bed and you prayed with him and he never had another nightmare. So I knew you were the one to call. And I said, well, hold on a second. Are you a Christian? She said, yes. I said, well, then you can pray. You see, it's level at the foot of the cross. I don't have a special red phone hotline to heaven that you don't have. I'm just like you. I'm no different from you. Elijah was a man just like us, and he prayed that it wouldn't rain, and it didn't rain for three and a half years. So you don't need me. And she said, you're right. But I still want to ask you to pray. (laughs) I did. I prayed with her and never heard from her again. But remember that. I'm not telling you anything that, that, that I can do and you can't do. I'm telling you these stories because you can do the same thing I'm doing and more. You can adapt these ideas to your personal situation, and God wants you to do that and and wants to show you and develop your faith in a way that helps you believe more fully in his power and the power of his word and his ability to help you in your world today. Keep that in mind. So in light of today's thoughts, let me suggest that part of your personal battle plan might be to carry God's word right on your person everywhere you go cards, sticky notes, wristbands. We also have a wristband with 1 John 4, 4. He that's in us is greater than he that's in the world. Put God's word on you and ask God uh, how you can use scriptures to heal and protect in your life. Uh, You can visit active-faith.org to donate if you like. Appreciate that. And and I'll see you next time on Battle Plan. We're going to cover another exciting story from the word of God. Keep praying because prayer works. God loves you and I love you. Have a great day.